Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. According to recent research, 25% of people who make resolutions in the new year abandon them in the first week. If we want to create changes in our lives that last, we have to go beyond the traditional goal-setting mentality and look deeper for the underlying causes of our success or failure. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you the change you must make if you want to reach your goals and achieve success this year. So if you've ever given up on a goal that you wanted to achieve or neglected to make your New Year's resolution stick, then it's time to learn what myself and my clients already know to be true about having a successful year. Your new year needs a new story. Hello, creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, it's the first week of January. Can you believe it? Thank you for joining me today. We are here coming up on the first Thursday of the new year. It's sort of amazing to believe that we're right smack dab in the beginning of a whole another new moment of time. I mean, we've got this whole hope in front of us of this new year that we really want to create the life we want this year. And I know you're here for that reason. It's time to grow. It's time to change. It's time to move. It's time to make some new awesome things happen. And that's what today is all about. We're going to be talking about the reasons why a lot of people never meet those resolutions. I mean, according to recent research, 25% of people who make resolutions for the new year and goals abandon them in the first week. That means that I got to get you through this week. So we're going to talk about why that happens and what we can do to, if we want to create the changes in our lives that last, you know, and how you have to make this one specific change about your story if you want to reach your goals and achieve success this year. So that's what we are talking about today. So during the holiday break, Lisa and I became really super interested in and consumed the 10-part docu-series Making a Murderer on Netflix. I don't know if you've had a chance to see this thing yet, but it's become a bit of a cultural phenomenon. It's, uh, you know, had us all, you know, petitioning for uh, this guy, and it's all over the news. And if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, I'm not going to spoil anything for you by... By, by telling you what I can tell you, you know, about the storyline. And it's about a guy named Stephen Avery from Wisconsin who was tried and convicted of a crime he did not commit in the 1980s. He served an 18-year prison sentence until DNA evidence proved him innocent. And then, after he was released, he enjoyed only two years of freedom until the state charged him with the murder of a female photographer whose last known whereabouts placed her on his property before she disappeared. And the series documents the massive amount of conjecture and subjectivity to the trial that eventually convicted this man again, but this time of murder for which he is now currently serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. I got to tell you, there's not too many series that I watch, not too many things I watch that don't, I mean, 
get under my skin like this thing did. I mean, this thing just really climbed in and messed with me at a deep level as a citizen of the United States of America, you know, as someone who could literally see this happening and as a coach because I know what was going on because as many questions that this documentary raises in terms of our criminal justice system and the media coverage that we give to criminal cases and how that shapes things, the one undeniably strong takeaway that I had from watching the series was a simple one, and it's this, that stories are more powerful than facts, and stories have the power to influence the outcome of our lives in life-changing ways. That is the truth. Stories are where the power of our lives lie. And that's why if you want to break through to better results and create the life you want this year, you absolutely must change your story. I spent some time on this in the front of my book, Your Best is Next. And if you don't have a copy, now would be a great time to get one. I'm going to leave you a link in the show notes. Go to Amazon, pick up a copy of Your Best is Next, because if you want this year to be your best, you got to have a framework. you got to have a plan. And I've got a proven one in the book for you. I spent some time on stories in the front of the book, Your Best is Next, because it's the most important framework of the entire book. When you change your story, you change your life because the stories that surround our lives become the narrative that informs our identity. The beliefs we hold true about who we think we are, our identity, they inform all of our decisions. And our decisions, in the end, are the vehicles that drive us toward our destination in life, that give us, deliver us to the destiny that we have in our lives. So your story equals your identity and your identity equals your destiny. So all we have to do to create a breakthrough in our lives this year is change our story. Stories provide the context for the content of our lives. I firmly believe that if the defense lawyer for Stephen Avery was able to tell a stronger, better story He could have shaped the narrative that the jurors used to convict him. The media is able to tell very strong stories about what it is that they are reporting. And that's why we tend to believe things that are reported even without evidence, facts, or any sort of verification that these things are true. Because they tell such convincing storylines that... That's the way our brains work. Stories provide the context for the content of our lives. Without stories, none of us would have any idea what things mean in the world. We wouldn't have any interpretation for what things are, are what things mean and what they, you know, how they what purpose they have and what use they have because we would just have content but we would have no context. Isn't it important to have context? It's so important. And as humans, we build stories in our minds based on the information we have available to us that we believe to be true, and then we live out the results of those storylines every single day. This happens in all of our lives every single day. For instance, some people like to call themselves a morning person. Have you ever heard anybody who says that? They may annoy you, but they call themselves a morning person. But what does that mean? I mean, morning person as a label is attached to a much larger story. 
It usually means the story goes that they get up relatively early compared to others, usually around the the, the 5 to 6 a.m. range, right? And it implies in the story that they're both responsible and ambitious human beings because they have so much they need to get done and they have this drive, this ambitious drive to wake themselves up even when it's dark outside to get it all done. See, there's a story that goes with that label. There's a story that goes with calling yourself a morning person. With that identity of morning person comes the story that you tell yourself with it. So for a long time, I'll tell you a story about myself. For a long time, I struggled with the story of being independent, which turns out to be a bit of a problem in some areas of life because being independent implies self-reliance. And I was sending out energy to others in my relationships and particularly in business relationships that I didn't need anyone's help. I don't need any of your help. I'll do it on my own. But the truth is, maturity in life is progressing through stages of dependency. So when we're children, we are dependent on our parents and the world around us to nurture us into independent state, right? Being independent, self-reliant, where we pass through, we're supposed to pass through that state of independence onto full maturity, which is interdependent. Learning how we can depend on one another, play as a team in this brotherhood of humanity. And I was faced late last year with the reality that my business couldn't really go where I wanted it to go without more help. But I was stuck in my story. I was not willing to allow anyone to help me because I prided myself on being independent. The story I was telling myself was that independent people enjoy life because they're always in control of the outcome and they don't need to rely on anyone else to get it done. If you could picture me with my hands and my fists on my waist, you know, with my chest popped out saying that. That's kind of how it feels. I'm independent. I can get it all done on myself, right? I mean, so the old saying, if you want a job done right, then you've got to do it yourself, was probably made popular, was definitely made popular by that feeling and that sense and that spirit of independence that is so prevalent in Americans. The United States was founded on (laughs) <laughs> we, we celebrate every year the 4th of July, right? Independence Day, independence from control. The problem is not everybody's trying to control you. A lot of people have pieces of the puzzle. I just have a part. You have a part. Everyone's got a part. And if we don't put the puzzle pieces together, we'll never see the full picture and we'll never see the fullness of what was capable of the, the message of the story, of the success, of the achievement, of the business, of the family, uh, of the, you know, the faith community, whatever it is, insert your idea here. You'll never see the fullness of all of it manifest without pulling those pieces and parts together and deferring in humility to one another, learning how to become interdependent, right? I had to change my story. I had to change my story in order to adopt the identity that was necessary to alter the destination my life and business were headed. I had to become more interdependent. I had to tell myself a new story about myself, about my life, about what it all meant. 
so that I had a better context for the content that I knew I wanted to create. I had to become a team leader instead of a lone wolf. This is an important distinction to make. When 25% of people are giving up on goals and achievements and accomplishments and resolutions that they made for themselves, that they decided that they wanted to make and do this year, they're giving up right now in the first week of January, it's because they're telling themselves a story that's hindering them from going through the process and having the success that they really want. I had to change my story in order for my business to go to the next level. And I am proud to say that it is really moving forward. Thank you for being a part of it. And you, my friend, you can and you must do the same thing. You have to change your story if you want to reach your goals and achieve success this year. My clients know it to be true. I myself, of course, know it to be true. And now I want you to know it to be true for your life as well. So here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to first examine the story. You got to identify and examine this thing. Examine the story or the stories you, you believe about yourself. Ask yourself, do they help you or do they hinder where you want to go this year? I mean, if you're telling yourself that you want to lose weight, but you're living the story that you're fat, that's going to be a difficult thing to surmount because your identity is wrapped up in the idea and in the story that you've always been big and you've blamed it in the story on other things in the past. So the story has you relinquishing responsibility for what it is that you want to achieve while at the same time you're feigning that you want to achieve it in your mind and the purest part of you really does want to release that weight, doesn't it? Because the purest part of us, the highest self, isn't walking around with extra pounds. It's releasing weight. It's allowing ourselves to be right in that spot, that sweet spot where we need to be, where our bodies are comfortable and healthy and whole. And that's the picture you want to have for yourself, that whole is the goal, that you want to have wholeness this year, not just losing weight. That's not descriptive enough. There's more to it than that. But the bottom line is, if you don't change that story about yourself and the stories that surround it that have gotten you where you are today, you're not going to achieve what you want this year. So the first thing I got I got to get you to do is identify the story. Ask yourself, examine what the story or the stories are that you are believing about yourself. Do they help you or do they hinder you? If they don't help you, then they're holding you back from the fulfilling future you want to create, and it's time to change them. So the second part is to own your story. You got to own it. You have to own it. If you do not own it, own it, then you're not responsible for it. And if you're not responsible for it, then it resides outside of yourself, not within yourself. And it feels outside of your control, not within your control. Author Brene Brown, whose work I adore, and she helped me a lot this past year, likes to say, whatever you don't own, you orphan. If you don't own your story, you orphan it. You're handing it off to someone else to take care of while you walk away and you're not responsible. But you cannot ignore what you see. You cannot just ignore the story. You must embrace that it's there in order to change it. That's why the second step is to own it. First, you got to examine it. You got to identify that it's there. Tell yourself what's going on. What are you believing about yourself? Second, you got to own it. 
You got to own it. You got to embrace it. You got to accept it before you can take the third step, which is to change it. Write out the next chapter. Change the story so you can change your life because the new story has to come from within you. So here's what I want you to do. I mean, I want you to write out the new story by answering just these simple questions, right? First, I want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself at the end of 2016, at the end of this year. My coach did this for me, and it was a fabulous exercise. Actually, she's done it for me the last few years. But it's really helped to gain momentum on the story that I was already aware of I needed to change and now really bolstered the new direction. I want you to imagine yourself at the end of this year, at the end of 2016. You're in December. Lots of awesome things have transpired in your world. You are grateful. You're full of gratitude, of the fulfillment of your year, of the best year you've ever had, the most successful, beautiful year you've ever had. And I want to ask you, what are you grateful for? What is it in December of 2016 as you're looking back on your, on your year? What is it that you're grateful for? What is it? that has your heart jumping for joy, that you not only accomplished, but you made last. You didn't change for a moment. You changed for the year. You changed for a lifetime. You set your direction in a new place. Your heading is now in the direction and the path that you want for your personal purpose and success. What are you grateful for? Write out those things. What are you grateful for? And then I want you to ask yourself the question, what's taken place that you're excited about? What are the accomplishments that you had? What are the events that took place? You know, who are the people that are surrounding you? Who's there with you? Who's smiling? What are they saying? What are they saying to you? How is it making you feel? How is this whole moment making you feel? And after you've written all those things down, you've had this imagination uh, in, in your faith engaged in this new direction. Now I want you to ask yourself this question. Who do I have to become in order to make that dream a reality this year? Who do I have to become in order to make that dream a reality? Because the truth is, most people who make New Year's resolutions and goals give up by the 20th of this month. And I've already told you that 25% give up in the first week, which is the week we're in. Why? Because they set their sights on something they wanted to achieve without changing the story they were telling themselves that kept them from accomplishing it in the first place. I want this to be your best year ever, and that's why I'm giving you this secret, simple coaching tip. Change your story, change your life. It's as simple as that, my friends. Change your story, change your life. Hey, come on over to the comments section of the show notes and tell me what story needs to change for you this year in order for you to achieve the success you want. I would love to hear your voice. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Also, just a reminder that if you like this podcast, then please subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, and you'll receive free delivery of every episode. You can find the links to all those in the show notes below. 
I release new shows every Tuesday and Thursday, so don't miss any of the inspiring message uh, messages, right? That will help you break through to better results and create the life you really want this year. So, as we close this episode, don't forget, change your story, change your life. That's really what this is about. But I want to leave you with this thought from the aforementioned Brene Brown, the shame researcher, author, uh, extraordinaire. She speaks as well. I just adore her. I think she's great. And she said this, when we own our stories, we avoid being trapped as characters in stories someone else is telling. Wow. Love that quote. Here, my friend, here's to your most successful year yet. Own that story. What are those three steps I want you to take? I want you to first examine the stories that you're telling yourself. Identify what's happening first. Second, own it. Own that story so that you don't orphan it and you're not part of a story someone else is telling. Own that story because number three, you're going to change it. You got to own it before you can change it. Examine, own, change. That's what you're going to do. Change your story. Change your life this year. Hey, have a breakthrough day. I hope this helped you today and I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag CreateU. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on CreateU and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life-changing episode. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg. Reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.